Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. In this episode of Roman Stories, I'm talking to my friend Jill, and we are actually on the streets of Rome as we're talking. Um, and Jill, you're American, but yes. you've been living in Rome for 13 years now. Almost 13 years. The 21st of this month, it'll be 13 years. Right. And before you came to live in Rome, you actually studied in Rome a little bit before that, right? So that was 20 years ago. I came here for four months. It's a normal semester in university. You come for four months, and I studied photography. At that time, though, the photography facilities were not very good, so I wound up studying more art history. Okay, but to come here and to at least get to practice photography in Rome must have been amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I find the city a feast for the eyes. Everywhere you look, there's something to see, so I was satisfied with that here. And is that why you chose it in terms of photography in the first place? Well, yeah. I probably would not have signed up with that university if they didn't have this program available. Okay, and so then, what, you went back to the States? Went back to the States, graduated university, worked as a photographer and also a waitress, or a server, as we say now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I just came back to Rome on a week's trip. I was in between a move between one city to another with the photography career. Came back here for a week, just uh, on a whim, with a friend who was coming to study on the same program I did. Um, I was here for a week in January and saw some other Americans working, and I thought, oh, you know, New York can wait. I'm going to come here instead. That's great. So you just decided, I just have to come back and and do it. Well, yeah, and you think you're going to do it for three months, and then you think, oh, I have to give it a full year, and you find work, and you make friends, and then life happens, and... 13 years later, (laughs) still here. So it was definitely a short-term idea in the beginning, and it just sort of got longer and longer? Yeah, you just never know. Like, I think it takes a lot of courage to, like, move so far away from home Mm -hmm. that you really need to either say it didn't work or it is working, and, like, because you put all that into it in the beginning, like, you want to get as much out of it as you can, and, I mean, Rome really does give so much back, so... Right, so you had, I mean, you were already established, you had your life going on back in the States, and you had to kind of drop it all to come here? Yeah, yeah, so I was 28, had a nice apartment and a car on the street in the center of a city in Philadelphia, was moving up to New York with good prospects uh, for the for the career, but I thought, you know, I was maybe tired of the rat race for a little while and just wanted to be happy, and I find here in Italy, um, like, especially comparing it to New York City. In New York City, it's all about what is your job, how much do you make, let me look you up and down for a minute and see what you're wearing, and I'll decide if I can hang out with you. Like, here they look at the smile on your face, they're really relaxed and it's comfortable, and, you know, the last thing they want to talk about is your job or how much money you're making. It's more about what kind of life you're living, so. Right, so even in a big city like this, it's a more relaxed kind of atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. And so what are some of the other things that you really like about Rome? Well, the location, because, okay, aside from Rome being Rome and all of the history and the food, but I love to travel. So location, it's so much easier to travel around to so many more places than um, from the States. It's a lot less expensive. 
I love not having a car here in the States. You have to drive everywhere. Um, my sisters live in Denver, so it's a 40-minute drive every time you get in the car to do anything. So there's so much time I feel wasted that way. Yeah, for me, that's also one of the really big things about Europe and Rome in particular because there's so many places you can live in the center of the city where you can just walk everywhere. Yeah, you can see the world without a car, so it's a lot less responsibility. Public transportation is a lot less expensive here, um, so it's so much easier to get around. Okay, and so what do you do for work, even though that's not what you're supposed to ask in Italy? <laughs> okay, obviously, I work as a tour guide here. Um, I show people around Rome, anyone who can understand English. They don't have to be from a native English-speaking country or anything. And talk about everything from the history to the lifestyle to the food that they eat. Um, and, I mean, of course, I have a foreign perspective of it. I'm not Italian, but living here so long, I also feel I, I can share their perspective um, really well. Yeah, maybe that, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, you've got the experience of having lived here, but you can also understand what the tourists are seeing for the first time because you went through it for the first time yeah, so, once upon a time as well. Yeah, so I can just tell personal stories about myself, like how I learned how to cook, cook how I try to learn the language, how I get along with people, and people find these kinds of stories really, really nice and easy. I mean, if you want to ask somebody how to buy a stamp to send your postcard, like, it's not so easy if you don't speak Italian. Um, so at least they have somebody who can, like, show them everything, you know? Um, what's your favorite place to show tourists when they come here? Uh, gosh. I have a favorite tree and a favorite hill and a favorite building. I have a favorite everything, a favorite church, but I think... Mostly the Palatine Hill, because it's just so beautiful up there. The views are stunning, and the history, it's the start of Rome. It's all the way through. Um, I love it, because it's outside, and everything that's growing there as well has a history to it as well, so you can talk about everything there. It's interesting, because the Palatine Hill is really fascinating, like you said, but it's a little bit under the radar, I think, in terms of science. Yeah. It's now on this joint ticket with the Colosseum, the Roman Forum, and the Palatine, and it's... I guess the number three of those three. Yeah, it's true, which is quite sad because everybody, you know, so many people come and they want to just tick the boxes. So they're going for the Colosseum. Maybe they'll do the Forum because they've heard of it, even though it's more important. And then, yeah, the Palatine Hill seems to be number three. However, if people actually take the time and just, you know, walk for an extra 15 minutes, I mean, they're going to see so much more and... It's, it's more of like a park. Yeah, it's, it's got that. It's so relaxed. There's not huge crowds and tour groups around. It's wide open spaces and everything's there. But it's also one of those places where if you go up by yourself, the views are really great, but it's a bit hard to figure out the historical parts of it because there's a lot of ruins. They're very spread out. So if people go up with you, then they can really understand yeah. what's going on up there. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't know about the marble, you don't know about the construction, you don't know that most of the hill is actually hollow and made of the rooms of the emperor's palace. It's, yeah, there's a whole lot to learn up there. Cool. And if you have a day off in Rome, what do you like to do? Apart from clean your house. <laughs> clean the house, do the laundry. <laughs> I like to go to the Esquilino Market. Um, because I can buy all the fresh produce and there they have spices from all over the world as well so it's really inexpensive the people who work there are really nice if I have the time yeah 
uh, I like to take a walk and go to the market and talk to the people. And, and do you still find, because when I come back, I, I seem to find that there's always something new that I've never been to or never seen before or some new site has opened up. Does that happen to you even after 13 years? All the time. It's amazing. I mean, the excavations are still going on and they are renovating or, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> making sites safe for people to see. And so I think your list is going to get longer or shorter and shorter as you do more things. But the more you know the more you realize you don't know, and then it gets longer and longer. There's always going to be something new that's old to see in Rome. That's what makes Rome so amazing. And so you've been here for 13 years, and how long do you think you'll stay? I never know. <laughs> I, I can't plan that far in advance. I don't know. It's interesting that a lot of people who are tour guides come, like you said at the beginning, for a short period of time, and then they end up doing something else or leaving for whatever reason, but you've been able to kind of build your life here to a point that it's, it's worthwhile to, to stay. I think for me it's because I just love everything that's around me so much that it would be really hard for me to tear myself away, and it would be a serious depression for a while if I did have to go live I mean, back in the States, for sure. I mean, maybe if I could move to Lisbon or some other exotic place, I might still be quite excited to be in a different place than Rome, but um, I've never found any place that's drawn me as much as this one. So I usually say, like, I'm just going to hang on as long as I can and <laughs> see what happens. See what happens. That's yeah. a great way to think about it. All right. Thanks, Jill. Okay. You're welcome. listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.